It's the Bradfield Weather Podcast, underwritten by McAllen Construction. McAllen Construction, from the first dig to the last nail. I am Dan Lavallo. He is meteorologist Brad Field. We've been sidelined a couple of weeks, but we are back, and we are back in a big way because during those two weeks, the weather was really boring. But, (laughs) Brad, we have a weather advisory in effect, and there's nothing boring about the upcoming weather. No, the upcoming weather, Dan, looks a little bit on the interesting side. But, again, um, it's my apologies. Uh, You said we were sidelined. It was not you. It was me. Um, I hardly ever get sick, Dan, but I had the heaviest cold. And uh, you can still probably tell I still have a little hint of laryngitis. But to uh, any of the listeners and the viewers, I feel fine. Uh, Nothing's wrong with me. It's just that I had a bad cold. That's all. And, um, you know, happy to be back. But uh, you're right, Dan. We haven't had many of these this year, a winter weather advisory. And uh, it's for the northern four counties of Connecticut. Um, In all honesty, Uh, And especially the way things are going in the winter of 2022-2023, I think it's a little overplayed. But the National Weather Service hasn't had many opportunities to put out a winter weather advisory. So they do have one out for tonight. And and, uh, we are uh, taping here on Wednesday, February 22nd. They have one out for tonight and into the midday hours of tomorrow. Of course, when we hear weather advisories, uh, that leads us to schools. Uh, could that have an impact on schools for Thursday, February 23rd? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for, uh, and we'll get into the details when we do the On the Weather Map segment, Dan, but I'm, I'm looking at a, a combination of some wet snowflakes, some ice pellets, and some raindrops beginning in Connecticut as we head toward the late afternoon. So four, five, six, seven, eight o'clock, something like that. We're going to see this wintry mix of rain, ice pellets, and snow. And this time of year, Dan, when you're in the daytime, the sun's angle is getting steeper. The ground heats up more readily. So the lower part of the atmosphere is warmer. So I wouldn't be surprised if it starts as rain everywhere and the raindrops mix down marginally cold enough air to get us to go over to those ice pellets and snowflakes. But uh, I really think that's only going to be an issue until about mid-evening. And I am going for the most minor accumulations of snow and ice pellets. Let's say a coating, maybe a half an inch up toward the Massachusetts border. So you can see what I mean about kind of an overreach on this winter weather advisory. Uh, I also think that the temperatures will be warm enough today such that the blacktop will absorb some uh, heat energy and irradiate it such that I do not think, even though it could be snowing, I do not think the evening commute will be a, quote, problem. I think the roads will be more just wet. Uh, Maybe several hours after sunset 
we may have to start worrying about a, a slick spot here and there. But the DOT will have plenty of warning because it will have been precipitating for several hours already. So they'll be able to get their chemical or their sand down. And uh, so I'm really not looking for those big problems. You asked about school closures, Dan. I mean, right on the Massachusetts border. It could stay 32 tonight. So, you know, your Woodstocks and your Summers and your uh, Enfields and over to Heartland and Granby and, you know, over towards Salisbury and Norfolk and all that, Colebrook. Those places could have a delay tomorrow morning. And I would rank it as maybe 50-50. Uh, that's it of some school delays tomorrow morning. If you live south of, I don't know, I'd say even like Bloomfield and Windsor, the odds of any school delays tomorrow morning are maybe 10% or less. So uh, th this, is, uh, this is more of a situation for the Mass Pike North. But I'll tell you what, Dan, for uh, the, the ski areas of uh, especially northern New England, let's say from the Massachusetts border with Vermont, the Massachusetts border with New Hampshire, and points north from there, they could get a significant snowstorm out of this. Uh, but for us here in the south, uh, this, is, this is marginal uh, winter weather advisory at best. But we do have some wintry weather in the forecast for the next week. So we'll get into that. Okay, that's the perfect segue for our On the Weather Map segment, which includes, by the way, this storm, the, the current storm, because the current storm is having an impact, Brad, as you know, in certain areas of the nation. Absolutely, Dan. I mean, we talk at times about how temperature gradient fires up the storm. The difference in temperature over a short distance is what I mean by the, the temperature gradient. And today, there will be portions of Kansas that stay in the 30s. That's where the storm is right now. It's in Kansas. <clears throat> North and west of the storm, it will stay in the 30s today. But you know, parts of Kansas south and east of the storm will be in the 80s today. I mean, an incredible temperature gradient over one state. I cannot imagine being the chief meteorologist in Wichita, Kansas today. Oh, high temperatures will be in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. I, but it's, it's that kind of gradient. The storm is going to go north. I was looking at some of the um, moss printout, it's called, of uh, projected high temperatures. The storm is going to go north of Kentucky. So it's going to go through Illinois and Indiana, north of Kentucky. Louisville, Kentucky today is slated to be 80 degrees for the high temperature. So once we start getting into this late winter season, there is the potential for huge, huge forecasting busts. The, for example, now I'm going to skip way out to next Tuesday. Monday night and Tuesday, uh, there are signals of a big storm here. And there again is going to be that extraordinarily tight temperature gradient. But when you have a 50 degree swing in temperature 
to say five days out that it will be 34 in Hartford in rain when meanwhile the same forecast model just to the north up at Barnes Air Force Base in uh, Westfield, Mass, has it 26 in ice pellets and snow. I mean, there is a huge chance of fluctuation there. So um, I, I'm very cautious this time of year to dismiss a storm as, oh, this will be rain or, oh, this will be snow. So you're going to hear me say a lot in the when we get to the forecast part, rain or snow or both. Because, as I said, the gradient is too extreme and the time frame is too far out, meaning five days. But for tonight, backing up to tonight, with the on the weather map segment, as you said, the low is near Kansas City, Missouri by about one o'clock this afternoon and steaming through Illinois and Indiana. That's why to the south of it in Kentucky, it's going to be 80 because of the temperature contrast along that front. Now, what's going to happen in the middle of the night is that low pressure area will be near Erie, Pennsylvania. So that's in the northwest corner of Pennsylvania. But we will have a secondary storm form off New Jersey. Now, the atmosphere is so complex and so complicated that you might say, okay, Brad, you're saying at four o'clock this afternoon, at five o'clock this afternoon, at six this afternoon, it could be snowing, mixed with ice pellets, mixed with rain, with a temperature between 36 and 42. But in the middle of the night, you're predicting rain and you're predicting temperatures to fall. How does that happen? I mean, it's it's extraordinarily complicated. The Erie, Pennsylvania primary storm will be bringing warm in air in aloft up at cloud level. Now, meanwhile, at about one o'clock in the morning, the models are showing a secondary storm forming off the coast of New Jersey. The counterclockwise around that will keep the surface wind flow over Connecticut out of the north, which will drain cold air down from Vermont and New Hampshire at ground level. So in overnight, I'm predicting the low temperatures to be 30 to 35, Dan. Where it's 30 tonight, those raindrops are going to freeze on contact. Goshen, Colebrook, probably Heartland, maybe over to Summers and uh, Tolland. So it's cold on the ground, but it's warm aloft. So you're getting rain to come to the ground. The raindrop gets super cooled and hits. And if it's 32, 31, or 30 it's going to freeze on some surfaces, be it twigs, be it vegetation, be it power lines, be it your mailbox, be it your wooden deck. So that's why I think tomorrow morning, there could be places in, <clears throat> excuse me, extreme Northern Connecticut that have a school delay. Uh, now, for the rest of the state, I just think it's liquid rain, but it's a cold liquid rain with a temperature about 35. 
You know, it's interesting because we have not had, Brad, as you know, very many of these secondary lows forming off the eastern coast yeah. this winter, something which is common during winter, but apparently not this winter. Not this winter, Dan. And, and uh, another thing that's been happening this winter is the primaries, the ones that are riding up through the Great Lakes, seem to be the dominant storm. And the little secondary is like a weakling, uh, you know, a, a weak sibling of the, the, the main storm. Now, a lot of times the main storm transfers its energy to the secondary and the secondary takes over as the main storm. This does not look like it's going to happen in this case. It could happen next week in the Monday night, Tuesday case. So if that does happen, and it's funny, I just looked down at my phone. I'll show you, I'll show you my phone. It says Jordan Grossman. He's the superintendent of schools in Granby. <laughs> He's calling me during the Bradfield Weather well, Podcast. You, so you want to take the call? Go ahead. <laughs> hey Jordan. You you are live right now on the Bradfield Weather Podcast. We are doing it live, and I just, uh, Dan Lavallo is our host, and I'm your friendly meteorologist, and I just put up my phone on the camera to show everyone it was Jordan Grossman calling, and he's the superintendent of schools in Granby. <laughs> I'm going to have to transfer the information, Jordan, because I don't have a microphone set up to you, but he's he's saying hello to everybody and uh, it, the, on the Bradfield Weather Podcast, and he's happy to be here. Um, Jordan, I don't want to hold you on the phone, but if I, uh, if I could call you back in about a half an hour, I'd be happy to help you out. All right, sir, I'd be happy to give you a call back. All right, Jordan. Bye-bye. Well, there you <laughs> have interesting. it. Right there. See yeah. the life of a meteorologist. <laughs> I have, Dan, That's right. you know, uh, this winter I've been a lonely man. A lonely <laughs> man. But I'll tell you, very, very often when a big snowstorm's coming, you would be shocked at the number of friends I have. <laughs> <laughs> calling for their own personalized forecast. Um, <laughs> so, but uh, this winter I've been a lonely man. Well, hopefully they can tune into the Bradfield Weather Podcast to get the latest as well, right? There you go, Dan. Absolutely. Hey, <laughs> back to the On the Weather Max Map segment. So that front, I want. I, I was just trying to demonstrate the power of that front by telling you, the temperature contrast over Kansas, the fact that as the storm cuts through Indiana and Illinois to the north of the track is going to be snow, but to the south of the track, it's going to be 80 in Kentucky. I mean, just sort of crazy stuff. This thing is going to, it's coming, as you said, Dan, coast to coast, and it's going to bring big snow to the ski areas of northern New England, as we described, north of the Massachusetts border. So, we're looking at that coming through. Now, the weather map quiets down as we go uh, into Friday. The low is off the uh, coast of Maine. Uh, Friday here, 
We get a, a strong wind out of the north on the backside. And then we go into a cold, which has been rare. I mean, we had five below and nine below the weekend, first weekend back in uh, February. But other than that, I'll get to the stats in a minute. We've had a mild month of February. It's going to be cold again this weekend. No, not much question about that. Um, low pressure off Eastport, Maine at 7 a.m. on uh, Friday. Uh, high pressure extending from Messina, New York to Scranton, Pennsylvania on Saturday morning means a nice day here in Connecticut on Saturday, though it's going to be cold. I'm only thinking high temperatures on Saturday in the 20s, so a cold day on Saturday. Uh, also, there will be an upper-level whirlpool of air swinging through on Saturday at some time. And I think that could destabilize the atmosphere enough to give us some snow showers, Dan. Uh, very similar to what we get in April. You know, the sun heats up the ground, and at the warmest part of the day, all of a sudden showers start breaking out in the afternoon. Well, this could happen on Saturday at the warmest part of the day, but it will be cold enough that all of a sudden snow showers will be breaking out on Saturday afternoon. So that's what I'm thinking there. Um, now, by Sunday, we're going to be starting to look to the West with interest. Not much is going to happen here Sunday. We're going to be on the backside of the high. Uh, temperatures will warm up from the 20s on Saturday to maybe something like 35 to 40 on Sunday, which is about seasonal for the time of year. Monday, we are going to be looking at a major storm in Iowa with a warm front that extends down to Charleston, South Carolina. Now, remember what I said to you about the primary being the dominant storm and the secondary being the the kid brother weakling. This time, the Charleston storm could take over because by Tuesday, a major storm is likely to be in the vicinity of Long Island. So if this all transpires, we could end up with that long lost snowstorm. But at this point, Dan, five days out, I'm calling it rain or snow or both. And you can tune into the uh, you can tune into the daily forecast text view at bradfieldweather.com that uh, I come up with every morning and Dan puts out on the website every morning. And uh, we will keep you abreast of that. And um, I tell you, I'm a lonely man this, uh, this winter season, Dan. Um, I'll also tell you our uh, secondary sponsor, uh, who's been our primary sponsor in the past, but McAllen Construction is our primary sponsor this year. But um, Action Carpet said, hey, Brad, you know, put us in with all these uh, storm special forecasts that you do. We've had no storm special forecast, Dan. So maybe next week we may finally have one. Okay. Well, and obviously, if this uh, turns out to pack a wallop, we will do a special podcast on Monday. Correct. We'll return to the Bradfield Weather Podcast in just a moment. 
I want to talk a bit about McAllen Construction, a full-service construction company and underwriter for the Bradfield Weather Podcast. McAllen Construction, centrally located in Prospect, Connecticut, servicing the entire state for over a quarter of a century. McAllen Construction is a woman-owned, small-minority business, on-call, 24-7, 365 days a year. Licensed with the state of Connecticut and insured. Licensed as a major contractor, new home construction contractor, plumbing and piping limited P7, home improvement contractor, and sub-surface sewage installer. Utility, carpentry, excavation, and snow removal for residents, commercial businesses, and state and local governments. And Brad is not giving up on forecasting snow this winter, so keep McAllen Construction in mind if and when the snow flies. McAllen Construction, call them today at 203-758-3474. 203-758-3474. Or go online, McAllenConstructionCT.com. McAllenConstructionCT.com. McAllen Construction, from the first dig to the last nail. And again, Brad and I are honored that McAllen Construction is underwriter for the Bradfield Weather Podcast. Brad, I know when you formulate the forecast, what you like to do, obviously, is look at all these various models. And I know you have looked at the European model, and you have found it to be very interesting. What have you come up with? Yeah, um, what I've come up with, Dan, is that on February 22nd, I'm not saying winter's over, but the back of winter is broken. The, the, te- the, the days start to lengthen by two minutes in the morning, two minutes in the evening. We're, get, you know, we're getting more and more daylight. Um, the normal temperatures respond as well. For On February 22nd, the normal high temperature is 40, and the normal low temperature is 22. So keep that in mind as I, I read to you the European uh, temperatures. Um, for this afternoon, the high will be around 40, so about seasonable today, with the mix approaching, that mix coming in toward dinner time. Uh, tomorrow morning, Hartford now, Hartford, 34. Now, does that mean... Torrington can't be 32, or Enfield can't be 32. No, it does not mean that. They can be 32. So that's why I think that there could be some icy spots in the extreme north tomorrow morning. Now, tomorrow, the temperature does not go up. It goes down. The um, The high temperature tomorrow at 1 o'clock in the afternoon for Hartford is scheduled to be 33. So you can see it's kind of a cold pattern setting up. Uh, on, On Friday, it's windy out of the north, high of 34. Saturday, the upper low coming over us, the core of the coldest air, the instability, snow showers on Saturday, high of 23. That's 17 degrees below average. We haven't had many of those this this winter, Dan. Then Sunday, though, it rebounds high up to 40. 
Here's the interesting part. Monday, increasing clouds, high of 35. Tuesday, the Charleston, South Carolina storm comes up the coast. It looks like by Tuesday, the middle of the day, the low will be near Martha's Vineyard. Charleston to Martha's Vineyard is a good track for us, Dan. The European is projecting a high for Hartford of 35 on Tuesday. But again, recall what I said about that temperature gradient. If it happens to be 31, we're going to get creamed. If it happens to be 38, just a rainstorm. So it's something that really bears watching, Dan, in the Monday night and Tuesday time frame. And we will, of course, keep our eye on that. After that storm goes by, I believe Wednesday is March 1st. I I tell you what, I always say the weather will even out. So as we head into March, on Wednesday, March 1st, the high temperature is 27. So a full, by then, the, the normal high will probably be about 42. So a full 15 degrees below average. So if that kind of pattern holds into the spring, and I think it may, because that's why we have climate, you know, if you're a, a B student, you're not going to get all Fs. You're not going to get all A's. It will eventually even out. And I think we are not Atlanta, Georgia, like we had a a January a la something like that. Or we've had a February something like Washington, D.C. We are Hartford and New Haven, Connecticut for a reason, because we have this type of weather. So this is an aberration. We will get back to what makes us Hartford, Connecticut and New Haven, Connecticut. And the cold will counterbalance this ridiculous warmth that we've had the last couple of months. Very fascinating. I know you like to put statistics together, too. I'll actually start us off before we get to the month of February. You mentioned more daylight. I love to keep track of this stuff. As of this recording, February 22nd, which is two months now into winter, we have gained one hour and 45 minutes of daylight. So you can see how it continues, as you said, two minutes in the morning, two minutes in the afternoon. We're up to an hour and 45 minutes since December 22nd, and uh, I I know that has an impact on the weather as well. But you have put some numbers together for the month of February. What have you come up with? Impact on people's psyche, too, Dan. I, you know, I, I can't believe I can't believe I live in New England and on uh, February evenings, I'm out in my backyard grilling. I mean, it's been that type of a winter around here. Usually my grill is buried in snow and I can't even get to it. But before I cut you off, I've I've come across something like two or three yard sales the last two weekends. And, you know, I'm saying to myself, who, who holds a yard sale in February? But it's been that warm. Yeah, it really has, Dan. It's 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 certainly an aberration. But I, I will give snow lovers 
a glimmer of hope. Probably not for this year, but you'll see what I mean in a minute. And just give me a minute. The the even though we had those two cold days at the beginning of the month, where one of the days it was five below zero for the low. The next day we had a record low of nine below zero. Now these are the temps at Bradley. It's been so warm otherwise that we are now running a 6.7 degree surplus per day in temperature. I mean, it takes a lot to balance out a nine below zero. That's how warm it's been. And I do think this last week of February will be below average. So that 6.7 is going to come down. But by the end of the month, we're still, I think, going to be averaging three or four degrees above normal, above average per day. Dan, this is almost embarrassing. We've had half an inch of snow in February. Half an inch of snow. Amazing. Normally... In February, by February 22nd, we have 12 inches. So we've had 5% of normal. It's just, it's crazy. I told you the normals, 40 and 22 for this state. Again, another embarrassing statistic, if you like to brag about how we are hardy New Englanders, and we put up with the snow, and we've had 9.9 inches of snow. Welcome to maybe Raleigh, North Carolina. That's about what they would have, I'd say. Normally, by February 22nd, normally, weather records have been kept since 1905. We have 38.4 inches. We've had 9.9 so Not rough even math budgets. in my head, we've had about 25% of average. So for every inch of snow we've gotten, we should have four. So this is just crazy stuff. The most snow we've ever had in a winter season since 1905, when records have been kept. By February 22nd. I bet you can guess this, Dan. I don't want to put you on the spot, but can you guess right off the top of your head what winter it was that by February 22nd we already had 89.3 inches? Was it 78 or 92? Good guess. 78 is a very good guess. The winter of 92, 93 was that major storm the storm of the century in march but the answer is the winter of 95 96 okay we ended up with 120 inches of snow that winter and by february 22nd we had 89.3 and obviously counting because we still had to get to 120 now this is what i meant by we could give snow lovers some hope As recently as 2007, as of February 22nd, we only had 7.1 inches of snow. So this winter has been better (laughs) than the winter of 2006, 2007, if you're a snow lover. 
with our half an inch of snow in February. This winter has been better. <laughs> so this is this is just crazy stuff. But hey, that what do they say? Figures lie and liars figure. <laughs> well, on that note, and again, we're putting this podcast together on Wednesday, February 22nd. What does our immediate forecast look like? All right, Dan, we've got late day snow, ice pellets, and raindrops developing today. Temperatures just about at seasonal normals, 36 to 42. Overnight tonight, that mix will transition to rain, but some of the raindrops could freeze in spots. So, you know, you could wake up tomorrow morning with this like icy, snowy coating of a half an inch of something on the ground in northern Connecticut. And again, I would give the towns right along the mass border maybe a 50-50 shot of a school delay tomorrow morning. Temperatures overnight between 30 and 35 north to south across the state. For Thursday, a little bit of rain, but the temperature's not going to go up much. I've got highs tomorrow, Thursday, February 23rd, 31 to 36. The rain could at times mix with ice pellets, those little pellets that bounce. That could be mixing in tomorrow. Friday, mostly sunny, windy, and cold. Temperatures in the 30s. Saturday, snow showers. Brace yourself, folks. We could get a coating of snow. Saturday, temperatures in the 20s. So the snow will even stick. I mean, this is crazy stuff. It almost sounds like it almost sounds like a winter day in southern New England. <laughs> almost. Sunday, mostly cloudy, 36 to 42. Monday, increasing and thickening clouds. And when I say increasing and thickening, Dan, I may say it like that to make it sound ominous. <laughs> increasing and thickening clouds. Mixed precipitation developing. Temperatures in the 30s. And Tuesday, Monday night and Tuesday, snow or rain or both predicated on a storm Tracking from Charleston, South Carolina to Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts. So let's see if that works out. That's it. Okay. And and uh, again, as a reminder, we will put together a special podcast, uh, weather specific, if we get that uh, storm Monday into Tuesday. But Brad, to you and Sandy and our podcast audience, be safe. We invite you to visit bradfieldweather.com for the latest in addition to our podcast. And be sure to say hello to the superintendent of schools of Granby for us. <laughs> I absolutely will, Dan. And, uh, you know, it's always good to be back in the saddle again. And, and thank you to the people who reached out to us about Hey, where's the podcast, you know, type of thing. And I, I'm very happy about that because people enjoy the podcast. But as you said at the top, Dan, the weather the last couple of weeks have been boring. And you know me, this snow lover field here. I would have been a depressed meteorologist, <laughs> you know, trying to, oh, yeah, 40s, 50s, whatever. But um, so my my illness came at a good time. 
Uh, it's good to be back, and I wish you and Susan the very best. And uh, to our podcast audience, both audio and video, thank you. And I love the idea, and I'm not going to say it because it will start doing it. Hey, S-I-R-I, play the Bradfield Weather Podcast, and there it goes. I love it. Terrific. The Bradfield Weather Podcast has been underwritten by McAllen Construction. McAllen Construction, from the first dig to the last nail.